What up, motherfuckers? The Perks of JP, that's with a C, and you know why, and if you don't know why, then go fuck yourselves. That's basically how that works. Um, I don't know what episode we're on, but I got my uh, former roommate and uh, and friend over here, Dan, the man. I don't. I forgot how to say your last name. Moriarty. Yeah. Mor- Moriarty. <laughs> Who has just returned from uh, his uh, his trip? How's that? How's that? Where, where were you? Tell us. It was uh, definitely an adventure, <laughs> or more like an experience. Um, so yeah, Chinese New Year spent about fourteen days in Italy. Um, sister lives in Rome, so yeah, finally got to meet my nieces, and I felt like a piece of shit because I hadn't met them. Right. One of them's already eight. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's like six months. So. But do they do they actually give a shit though? Like the, um, well, <laughs> the six month did it. Well, actually no, the six month probably had a better time than the other one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've been planning for it. Shitty fucking luck. I have like some of the worst luck I've ever seen in my life. Like between losing passports and you oh, know, you lost your passport. You didn't tell me about that one. Yeah, I lost uh, my passport <laughs> back in um, what was it? Like, after my last visa trip, so I went, <laughs> I left my phone at a bar, charging, so Idiot. I went to go get my phone, <laughs> so I brought my passport, thinking that I would need to show some, like, proof that it was mine, even though, you know, my thumbprint was right, proof right. enough, but whatever. So I bring it, and then... You could tell what kind of guess this is going to be already. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, so then I pick it up, and I, like, message someone from work, and she's like, oh yeah, we're all going to fucking Space One. So, come with. And I'm like, alright. So, I head over there. For those who don't know, Space One is... It's a club. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to fill in there. Um, yeah, it's a club in uh, San Luis Soho. Um, so, anyway, so we go there, get in. Um, brought my coat and everything. So, I co-checked my coat with my passport in it. And then... Um, I get a I get a message from the manager, one of our friends, who's like the the, man, the man, staff manager. He's like, uh, "Tell Dan to come outside for a minute." Um, so I come outside, and then he's holding my passport, and he's or like he's hold. I have this like wallet passport holder thing. So he's like holding that, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, thanks, man." Yeah. And then the girl's like, "Oh, do you want to just like put that in my my purse to keep it safe?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I put it in her purse. I think it was some holiday or whatever, because I didn't see her again until like. Monday or Tuesday. Right. So on Tuesday, I'm sitting there at work. She like hands it to me. I look inside, and it's only my old passports in there. Oh yeah. So yeah. On top of that, okay. So this passport was already water damaged. Like it got water damaged. My picture was all fucked. So like when I went on my visa trip, I brought my old passport just to confirm that it was me. Right. So I had two passports in there. So Which I, isn't that shady already when you have two passports? Well, one was snipped. So, like, you know, it was canceled already. So then the, the second passport with water damage isn't there. So that's the active one. Right. Which I already had to replace probably anyway. Right. But now it was like you lost it again for the third <laughs> fucking time. So I'm like, all right, great. So I had plans to go there for Christmas. That's, that's the thing. Like, I was going to go to Rome for Christmas. This was at the beginning of December. Um, so I go into the embassy like a week later because I was still hoping that it would show up. Nothing. It didn't. Um, so then I had to go through that whole fiasco. Luckily, I got it back. Um, I think it was like the 1st of February or no, the end of January. So then I had to take it in to get it checked at, uh, at the exit entry, get my visa put back in it. And then that was a whole nother fiasco. I need a paper to prove that I lost it because I didn't get a police report because, you know. Because it's China. Yeah. And you need all that bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I didn't get the paper. So I had to go back to the embassy. Blah, blah, blah. It was this huge fucking thing. But anyway, I got my passport back on February 6th with my visa put in it. So then I was able to go. So anyway, so then I ended up going and it was great. Um, show up to Rome. I didn't realize that my sister lives in butt fuck nowhere, like <laughs> fifteen minutes away from Rome. See, so you're planning this trip to Italy. You have no idea. You're landing in Rome, but you have no idea where you're actually going to end up afterwards. Exactly. No one picked you up. Well, see, that was the thing. They were like, <laughs> okay, so my husband's working probably till like eight. I arrived at six. It's like, you're probably going to have to take the train. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I've never been here before. Like, you know, that, 
that hassle, don't speak Italian. Um, luckily, some strings were pulled and he ended up coming to pick me up. So he picked me up from the airport. Um, I guess I just didn't really think of how far 40 minutes was or like how expensive cabs are. Coming from here, I'm like, you know, 40 minutes, that's like a 30 quad cab. Like, yeah. No. Potato pollution. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah. So how much was it? Didn't even take a cab. Oh. Well, I took a cab from, from uh, where was I? It was near the, the Fountain of Truth or the Mouth of Truth or whatever it's called. I've been there a long time. Like where you I put forgot. your hand into the mouth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was there and I took a cab from there to, the, to uh, St. Peter's Square and that cost 20 euro. Jesus. It was like a three, four minute cab ride. Maybe five minutes. I don't know. I, I exaggerate. <laughs> really? <laughs> but anyway, so once that all kicked off, it was great. Like, you know, the first couple of days, you know, just spending with the family, you know, playing with the girls, getting to meet them pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, They're like, who the then, fuck you know, is this motherfucker coming up then, here? You know, you always, you always <laughs> want a bit more, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to go to bed at 8.30 like the kids are doing. <laughs> right, right. You want to do the adult fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they called all the cafes their bars. So I guess they're like a bar and a cafe. So like people go there at night and it's, I don't know, like the whole setting was kind of weird, like neon lights at night, you know? Like that's not my kind of jam. You're not in the gay district, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like just way too bright for nightlife. Uh, Notice he didn't say no, so. <laughs> anyway, and, um, yeah, so then I was supposed to actually go to Israel or Tel Aviv um, for a few days to see uh, one of my other friends, two, two kids that are in the IDF right now. Um, so, again, with my luck, um, the day that I fly to Rome, I check and I see that there was like some drone, an Iran, uh, Iranian drone flew in across the border into Israel or into like the no man's land or something. Israel shot it down and retaliated like a motherfucker. <laughs> and then they shot one of their fighter jets down so then they just bombed the shit out of like everyone that was involved, like every base that was involved. Were you on the airplane while this is happening? Yeah. What? <laughs> so I land, and then I hear that it's like, oh yeah, we're on like red alert. We're all sent to the north, and we're probably not going to see you. And I'm like, fuck. Like that was a big part of the plan. Like I even changed my ticket from being just a week in in Italy to two weeks, so that I could go there for you know four days and then come back and spend the rest. Um, so like, okay, like I'm chilling with the family, but by like the fourth day, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind like going somewhere else for you know, some fresh air. Right. Um, so I'm talking to them, it's not looking good, or like anything's changing really, it's all up in the air. So then, um, I'm like, well, I know, I know some people in Milan, some chicks, and I'm like, alright, so I'm trying to meet up with one, <coughs> uh, it's not working out, <laughs> due to past, uh, situations, but anyway. Uh, what past situations? Uh, I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> it was a, a, a long tenure of, uh. Ten years. Ten year. Oh, okay, all right. Ten, ten years. years. God <laughs> Couple years of you know back and forth. Um, me saying shit and. Uh, that's usually. That's usually how I hear it. But anyway, so I'm like, she's like, all right, so yeah, I think it's for the best that we don't meet up, and I'm like, all right. But me being me, I'm like, well, I still want to see Milan, and she has my WeChat, so. I'll just go to Milan, post pictures, and then see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> so I take the train, go to Milan, stay there for like, stay there for three days, two nights, three days. Um, walked around, I didn't realize, but it was Fashion Week starting as I went there, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. <coughs> um, but yeah, back to Rome, actually. Um, I, since we lived so far, I only got to see Rome like one one good day of like going around sightseeing all that about the city coliseum which is fucking gorgeous yeah it is pretty dope i remember that that whole area <coughs> is just, you, 
you, it doesn't, like, it feels like you can get, like, weird flashes of, like, you know, what it was like thousands of years ago, and that's, that's pretty dope. Just walking down that street with all the cypress trees, I love those cypress trees, man. And, like, outside that area, they have, like, all those, like, columns and, like, the old city and stuff like that. I, I like, have these, like, vivid memories yeah, of that. Like, uh, what was it? The, the Maxima, Maximus, or Maximo. Like, it was another little, uh, arena thing that I yeah. guess was uh, the same Maximus from the Inspired Gladiator. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Like, across the street is uh, the UN headquarters or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just loved how you could just walk around everywhere. Yeah. Because um, the public transit, that was the thing, too. Like, the one day that we went, um, having my two nieces with us, trying to catch trains... Fucking hell. Like, <laughs> a stroller there, like, it seems like there's no, like, wheelchair accessible or... Is it worse in here? There was steps. Like, we carried the stroller up steps. Because, you know, you like... You find it somewhere. Like, they have elevators, but, I mean... Because in China, like, I mean, they, you know, you know, they basically... If you're an invalid, for lack of a better term, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you ain't got, you ain't got nothing. Like that's the thing. Like I didn't, I didn't know the area. I didn't know if there's like a special place you go if you have like a stroller and shit. Like, and my sister apparently didn't know either. <laughs> yeah. So like we did a lot of carrying like, the stroller with the baby and like, Jesus. Up and downstairs, which uh, definitely pissed me off. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so like, for those like, for those who don't know, Dan has uh, the patience of uh, <laughs> I don't know none. <laughs> So all these things were just, you know, exploding within me <laughs> as I'm walking around. But you got to keep your cool, because, you know, you're with the family, you know. <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. discipline right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like once we got around, like, I mean, I love just how easy it was to get coffees everywhere. And when I say coffee, I'm talking espresso, like proper shit. Yeah, proper. Um, like, I mean... I was probably drinking like six to seven espressos a day, which is great. Which that could be a good lead up to your shit story, because <laughs> you know I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> so yeah, once I get to Milan, <laughs> there that. Uh, so I go to Milan, fucking uh, go up to this this like more mountain place in the A place further north, but it was like northeast of Milan, like an hour. Right. Um, checked out <clears throat> that area. Like, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, the architecture is like, gorgeous. Anywhere you go, like, I was just taking pictures of, like, little tiny roads with, like, that looked sick. Like, yeah, especially coming from, like, here where it's, like, a concrete fucking jungle of, like, Chinese. Yeah, and, like, I, I, I just upgraded to, like, the iPhone 7, so I was able to take a bunch of portrait of pictures, which is great. Like, the iPhone X is out. This is not an old uh, podcast, so I don't know what the <laughs> fuck upgrade this motherfucker is talking about. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, the, like Milan is sick, but it's also just it's one of those like okay, you'd walk around for a day, like to the main areas, because it's a lot of it is like really commercial. Like malls and like huge Gucci, you know every every name pretentious brand, every name brand imaginable. Like I didn't feel too pretentious because like there was young people around there too. But right. it was just like selling stuff, and I didn't really go there to go shopping. Like I didn't have money to go shopping, <laughs> and you know do everything else. So um, it was great to walk around and see, and I'm like, oh great, now I know where it is. If I'm ever a billionaire. <laughs> Because you can't find that shit anywhere else. Well, you know, got a new sugar mama or something. Yeah, well, that's the important thing. That's what you got to get, you know? Because, you know, you, you do you do have a couple of those. I know that. I've had a few episodes of, you know... Oh, well, why don't you tell us about that? I don't think they're going to be listening to this anyway. <laughs> um, Dan's no- notorious for... Uh, for uh, what, what do you say? He's literally a motherfucker. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's been a few instances where, you know, <laughs> I, I caught the glimpse of, you know, 
potential out of uh, some of my students, well, not even just my students, out of some students' moms from my schools. And I was just like, oh, I, I feel like this like should be down, but, uh, you know, kind of inched my way towards it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then inch your way in it. Panned <laughs> <laughs> out. Yeah. Panned in. Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, there was one that, uh, well, probably the first one, actually, she, like, drove a red Audi. And, like, I just heard that there was, like, you know, people that actually pay to have, like, you know, foreign foreign boyfriends or whatever, like sugar mama type situations. Really? Or like, you know, pretty much like escorts. So you're an escort. You're a pimp. No, not a pimp. Gigolo. A whore. A whore, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like, so, like, I heard about it and I'm like, oh, this would be interesting just from the, the journalistic standpoint. It was, it was all for the knowledge, you know? It was, it was I love the way you try to justify this stuff. It's really, it's hilarious. Because I've known you for a while, and the way that you justify a lot of the <laughs> bullshit that you do is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like at first it was just like, oh, let's see, you know, see if this is real or not. <laughs> um, drove me around in a red Audi. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. Like the first time, uh, like first time I messaged her. Um, I was like, yeah, I want to get some wine glasses or something. So she took me to, like, the, there used to be this market in Dawangwu. Yeah. Um, so she took me in there, which is great that she took me there, because I didn't even think about, like, I was, I was still pretty fresh, like, maybe the second, third month that I was here. Um, and Oh, damn, you were that quick bagging these bobs up. <laughs> God damn, you spent no time, wasted no time. Texting quick on the draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she took me there. And good thing that she did, because, like, uh, in those markets, like, you're haggling like a motherfucker, and I didn't even know what this shit was worth. I wanted some wine glasses, I wanted, like, a decanter. Yeah. All that type of situation. Because I was uh, already going to try and, you know, buy, like, six bottles of wine and just have them on display, you know? For I, I, I remember you wanted to be, like, a wine connoisseur with, like, three year like, phases that you go through of yeah. what you want to do. Well, Today was... I want wine, to, <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to connect collect vinyls. Yeah. Then I'm going to start writing songs, <laughs> and then I'm going to talk about killing people. Uh, you well, know. I mean, how I see it is, uh, <laughs> it's not really a phase, it's more like an, uh, a part of me that awakens, <laughs> and then just, you know, takes a break for a bit. It's always <laughs> been there, they've all been there. I'm pretty sure that's the definition of a phase, though. <laughs> the thing is, like, they don't go away, though. Like, I'm still, I still collect vinyls, I still, you know, I well, I don't see, like, back then... Uh, I bought like six bottles of wine. I would just leave them on my my uh, how do you say coffee table. Yeah, my living room. And this is my my thought process was you know if a chick comes over and she sees that she's just like oh nice like you know already already good to go type thing. <laughs> I didn't even drink the fucking wine. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean I would sample like I'd buy the I'd buy a case of wine. Yeah, I'd sample and again since I didn't know, um, I would buy like. Uh, I forgot where it's from. I think it's called like Montes or Monts or something. I think it's from Argentina or maybe it's Chile or something. But they did like a a, a set where it's like they would give you like five different types. Yeah. And then you try. Like Those are my Merlot. allergies, by the way. You try. You try Merlot. <laughs> you try the the Malbec. Sav, the Malbec. Fucking love that Malbec. The Argentinian is the best ones. All about that Malbec. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so and that mom's back too. <laughs> <laughs> so then once you filter through it, I would never buy Merlot because I don't like Merlot. So I'd have Cab Savs, Malbecs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Shiraz here and there, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, also, I mean, another phase was like collecting art, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and making your own with dollar bills. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> I I uh, I was. I'd buy my art through this uh, co-worker of mine, so I'd, like, exchange $500 and then send it through uh, Western Union. Mm. And one time, for some reason, I had an extra $18, and they gave me pristine, um, in in secession, $1 bills that are all, like, the serial code. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, what the, what the fuck am I going to do with these? Like, fuck $1. Um, so then I decided to, like, paste them all onto this frame that I had and I just and they perfectly fit $18 so then I called it um, a dead tree with a dead guy's face on it (laughs) 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 I don't even know how to react to that fucking title (laughs) that's my jam right there 
<laughs> I mean, I had this whole other phase where, like, I woke up in the morning, hung the fuck over, and I had, like, a two-liter bottle or one-liter bottle of Coke in my fridge. Because I don't believe in drinking water. I've, I've got, like, up until recently, through this whole, like, intestine issue that I got in uh, Italy. Which I, you still I, haven't told us how you shit yourself. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, just woke up one day, picked up the bottle of Coke, and I have this huge picture of New York that I bought in Ikea from, like, the 60s. Yeah, no, I've been trying to take that away from you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it was before the Twin Towers were built, but it's from the Twin Towers side, so they're in the forefront, like, the two plots of land. Yeah. So I picked up the Coke bottle... And it's, it's, as I'm moving it towards my mouth, it perfectly aligns with where the Twin Towers were. And I just get this, like, image in my head that it's, like, take two bottles and just, like, double-sided tape them to where the Twin Towers are. Or cut out, like, a big two-liter bottle from, like, a magazine and put them there with a little, like, speech bubble that says, try flying into these. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Um, your, w- your way with words is uh, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, I never did it because I thought it... What, might fly, fly into the fucking uh, Coca-Cola bottles? or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I flew into those a couple times. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it might be perceived as insensitive. But it definitely got me on this whole... Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> when the fuck do you care about insensitivity? I mean, I didn't want those down votes. You know? I to get, uh, get that Reddit gold, bro. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I know you used to send me screenshots. I'd be like, yo, look how much karma I got. How much karma I got. I was like, all right, word. I, made, like, I lost my... Like, I lose everything. I ended up getting locked out of like my five- or seven-year-old account, and then I made another one. So I think I've been on Reddit like maybe ten years now, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like seven. Um, but like the first like three or four, I didn't have an account. I was just a, a lurker. Right, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so then I I had one, and then I got locked out of it because I uh, changed numbers or something. I don't I don't remember. Um, so then I made a new one like maybe three days before Trump got inaugurated. Yeah. So like my 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 Reddit age is the same age as his presidency, which is kind of <laughs> cool. And I made the. the <clears throat> the name uh politically incorrect with a k mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean it, what's interesting is i've because like with my other one i just made it like my gamer tag but then there would be times where i'm like oh maybe i can't say that you know this not so i made this one to be exactly the way that i am <laughs> i just named it politically politically because yeah. that's the way that i am and i'm like if anyone downvotes me or whatever i'm like cool but at least i said what i fucking wanted to say and uh, if they didn't see my my name, then they're the fool. Well, what are you, what are your thoughts about the whole pol- PC culture that's happening in America, and especially in Canada, man? What I heard is happening in Canada is so fucked up. Where like, if you don't call people those like the the pronouns that they want to be called, you could get fined and shit like that. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I fucking hate it. I think it's fucking stupid. I mean, uh, I'm gonna put a little. Recent thing in here, um, for instance, fucking uh, Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Someone saying mankind, and he's like, humankind. Yeah, or humankind, or whatever. Yeah, people people kind. kind, Like, wow, dude. Yeah. Okay, so my dad's Canadian. I lived in Canada for about five years, and before I came here, and that's what made me want to get the fuck out of there. Is that, I mean, the way that I am, I'll just fucking say whatever the fuck I want. Right. And then you just see some people, you just, like, go on a tirade. And I know sometimes I get all worked up and I start, like, being like, yo, motherfucker. And then, um, you just see people, like, you say it and they just, like, kind of, like, wide-eyed and just go back to their little sippy cup. Like, they don't even have a rebuttal. And that really pissed me off. It's like people don't even have a voice because they're so scared of, you know. Well, with the that. people kind thing, it made no fucking sense, though, because human... What, what is it? Mankind comes from the word human. Humankind. Because we're all human. It has nothing to do with gender. Which yeah. is like the whole fucking issue now. It's like... I mean, what? I like... I'm from New York, man. There's apparently 72 fucking gender pronouns. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Like... You know, you... you we, well, not me. I'm Latino. You're white. 
You, what, I think that you would be called what cis gender or some shit like that. <laughs> cis white male because you're you know you obviously have a lot of privilege apparently. See, like here's the thing though. It's like my mom's from Peru. I was born in Mexico. Grew up in Texas. Then moved to Taiwan. And then when I was 18, I left home without telling my mom. <laughs> Went off, you know. Then I moved to Canada to go to school. And then I left and I moved here when I was 23. Um, so as far as privilege is concerned, I mean... You're definitely not getting into the States anymore now. Right? <laughs> like born in Mexico, lived in Peru, went to Canada. Man, I don't know. There's, a, like there's a wall being built against you. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm fucking pasty and I have ginger hair from my, my dad's side. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. Like, when people ask me, oh, where are you from? I never say where I'm from. I break down where my parents are from, where I was born, where I grew up. Right. Because I look a certain way, but I'm I can't really re- I can't completely associate with any of them. I associate with all of them. Like I was watching the movie Coco, and like parts of it like made me go teary eyed because like I'm like yeah, like you know, Viva la Mexico, <laughs> long live it all. Yeah, and, like, like fucking Pancho Villa. Huh? And like I guess like part of the story kind of related to me too. Like my my mom never really supported my music. She was like an ultra Christian, so like in that movie, it's all about like the kid and like not being allowed to you know get involved in music. Right. So like that hit a note, and I'm like yo, that's dope. Like I can relate to this. Um, and then you find out the whole story. So, like, I mean, even just shit like that, like, that's just your your association or, like, you know, it, it's already in you. And, like, you know, when I hear the bagpipes or, like, some Celtic music, I, I get a little watery eyes, too, like, seeing the Emerald <laughs> Isle. Like, so, yeah, you just choose whichever culture is, like, suits you at the moment. Well, no, it's <laughs> just you, you, you get something from everything that you're associated with, and I think that's pretty sweet. It's not that I, like, you know switch sides or whatever i'm just I you're not you're not a, one of these like transitioning like gender people oh, like oh, oh wait no i'm a, i'm a female now wait no no now i'm a male see i that, that's my thing is i don't care um what anyone if you feel that way then that is what you are and like you know i'm not against that but uh it's not what you are it's what you feel though because biology says very yeah, differently but i mean i think i think even just putting the label of man and woman is already putting a label anyways. Like, I don't even see why we need to put a label and I'm against all these different labels. Well, because we have X and Y chromosomes and that's the whole yeah, difference. Yeah, but what I mean is, <laughs> like, you don't have to, like, just be like, I am a man, I am a straight man. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, why do I even have to answer that question? Right, but the problem is when you have these crazy motherfuckers that are forcing you to use these pronouns. Yeah, see, that's what I don't like. Is like, why do we need to fucking... And they go fucking crazy, and then if you, you're you're immediately called a bigot or a racist if you like don't adhere to what the fuck they want. I it's, mean, quite frankly, I'm just against anyone who's ultra anything. Like if you're ultra religious, I'm against that. If you're ultra, you know, sexism, like ultra feminism or ultra whatever the opposite would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if there is one. <laughs> a male feminist. But I mean, there there are times where it's like. They take it to a to a sense where it's like, oh well, that's sexism too. If you're ultra feminist, you're a sexist as well. Like, right? Let's not let's not. They'll let's, never let's see not that. Cut our words here. They'll right? never see it that way though, because yeah, if you're a feminist, then you definitely are sexist against males. Yeah. But like, you say that to them, they're like, oh no no no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work <laughs> like, that I mean, way. Sexism is not synonymous with a certain gender. And that's what I'm against. It's like, okay, you have your beliefs, just fucking coexist, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> These are peaceful words coming from Dan, man. man uh, this is very, very strange. I, not the way I thought I was gonna. This was gonna go. You know, here I, th- I thought we we're gonna hear some shit stories and like, not like shitty stories, like you literally shitting your pants, and you know, you, you, those fucking thoughts that you had. Because I, you know, I've I've lived with you before, and I've heard a lot of the shit that you said when you've drunk, and it's uh, pretty fucking funny. Read a couple of those lyrics that you've written. Uh, <clears throat> pretty interesting, but. Uh, yeah, where where did that dang go? See, it's just, with, <laughs> see, it's just with all of this this stuff. Um, it's just I'm just sick of there being a fight between people over this type of shit. Like, there's people that deserve to be fought. Like, people that are small fucking minded. Like, fucking start smacking those fools. But 
people that don't call you by the specific title, like, I mean, that's some dog shit. You're just micromanaging society. Well, they, yeah, they, what do they call it? Microaggressions or whatever. But these people, you know, a lot of these people passive are... Aggressive, are passive aggression as well is... Yeah. I mean that in, like, that's some bullshit. Hey, hey, be careful, gay, man. I don't know. See, and that's the thing, too. <laughs> I've, told, I've told my gay friends, I'm like, I've been saying this for so long, know that it means this. Obviously, I'm not a homophobe because I'm chilling with you. And I'm right. Just like, it's probably, it's, I could change it, but it's probably easier for you to just know where I'm coming from. Right. I mean, I love using the word faggot all the time, even though I don't mean it that way. But, like, I mean, like, if you did something like gay... Yep. Yeah, basically. It's like, hey, just throw a couple of faggots up I in mean, there, like, you know? <laughs> probably the biggest shock as a kid was when I heard British people calling cigarettes fags. Yeah. Like, Whoa, easy there. Yeah. Easy there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, yeah, they use a lot of uh, words like that pretty easily. I mean, like, that's cunt. what it means. Like, it's a stick. Yeah. yeah you just that's use it to burn people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, like, like, like Joan of Arc got... Burned by faggots, <laughs> right? Like, because that's how that works. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people that deserve, you know, faggots. Or, like, you know, your aggression to be towards certain things. Like, for instance, like, yeah, it's like I, I'm all about coexisting and this and that, and like, you know, get over your bullshit and stop like hating, judging someone just by. Um, a certain way, but then again, I'm also a hypocrite because, like, I hate slow fucking people. <laughs> that's one thing about Asia that fucking annoys the shit. Slow out of in in people who are just unaware; they have no uh, perception of what's around them. Oh yeah, well, I'm from New York, man. Like, uh, it's very, very, very difficult to deal with a lot of shit like that. Like, they're just like on their phones, and then like you know, they're, they're just walking into shit. And like, like, I mean, again, here, and I'm gonna come back. I, I go in circles, <coughs> but here I'm coming back to the whole Rome thing. Going around with my sister with the stroller, I felt so uh, what's that word? Like, like I felt like stressed out and whatever, like. Because I Anxious? Hate, I hate being in people's way. So her with her stroller and her just like looking on her phone for directions. I'm like, get the fuck out of people's way. <laughs> I, I can imagine what it's like from their perspective. From their pers- uh, perspective. Perspective, yeah. So like if I was walking and there was someone there with the stroller, I'd be pissed off. So I always try and the things that I'm aware that I, that are my pet peeves, I always try and avoid doing them. That's got to cause so much anxiety though. Yeah. Yeah, good thing I gave you a Xanax there, then. (laughs) Because that's kind of caused so much anxiety, because, like, you hate... it was stressful as fuck just going around with that fucking stroller and everything, and just being in people's way, I hate that shit. (laughs) That's just one of those things. And then you come back here, and it's even worse. Well, that's the thing, I haven't walked around yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I came at, like, 11 o'clock, I got in a cab, went home, stayed home. Oh, yeah, you were telling me last night about your your whole, like, what is this, like, 30-hour experience to get back here? Yeah, so... (laughs) Uh, my trip back, uh, February 24th in the morning, 5.45 a.m. Roman time, which is like seven hour difference from here. Right. Um, woke up to go head towards the train with my brother-in-law <coughs> who's going to work. This is still from the States. northern northern part of... No, no, oh. I was I was already back in Rome. Rome, okay. Um, I went back to Rome on like the 22nd. I only went there for three days. Right. My trip ended on the 24th. So I, I catch a ride with my brother-in-law um, to a train station. I had never taken this train before, so I already have, like, you know, the anxiety Aww. of that. Aww. So it's like, you have to take a train to, uh, what was it? Uh, my Italian sucks, but anyway. Uh, Trastevere or something like that. It's called something like that. The fuck do I know? You're asking the wrong person, man. I thought uh, when I went to Italy, I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm I'm fluent in Spanish." Like, How I should probably have, like be looking this stuff up. Now, yeah, whatever. Ask, That's anyway. the whole point of these like uh, <laughs> improv conversations that we're having here. So anyway, take a train to there. It's like five, six stations, um, and that's the thing. Like I'm kind of on a deadline because. You gotta make it. Um, I'm taking this train to the one station where I have to switch trains, get another ticket to take uh, the train to Fiumicino, which is the, the airport. Right. And this train only comes every half hour. So I already timed the whole thing so that I would be at the airport by 8. How much I extra time it. did you give yourself? Three hours. No, it's not something. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, my flight was at 10.55, so I left the house at 5.45 <laughs> to catch the train, to catch the train, to, to catch blah, the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I get to the platform, and a train comes, and it's not clear which direction it's going, or I don't know which like which station or whatever, because it doesn't say going to the station that I want. It's right. going in a certain direction, and I can find anything. The subways don't light up when you're at the station. You just kind of have to look out the window and hope that you're near. Did you have a like a SIM card to use like data and stuff like that, or are you just relying I had on a Wi-Fi? Card, okay. Yeah. Um, and I had a picture of you know the train routes or whatever. So I was trying to gauge off of that. Um, one train comes, I, I wasn't sure, so I let it pass by, and I had to wait 15 minutes. Apparently, that was the right train. 50? 15. No, oh, okay. So I waited 15, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be late now. <coughs> I was fine, get to the train, I uh, get to the next stop, buy my ticket, and they have these little machines that, like, you're supposed to put your ticket in, I guess, and, like, it confirms or it stamps it. I wasn't sure, and I, I did it the first time, but I didn't do it the second time. So I get on the train to the airport, and then this guy comes around checking your tickets. And he's like, oh, you didn't do whatever, so I'm going to have to fine you. And then it says, like, fine up to 200 euro. And I'm like, oh, my fucking, fucking God. God. <laughs> At the end of the trip after spending all that money. Yeah. yeah. So luckily this happened, like, one stop before the train. So he comes and he's like, oh, it's five euro. And I'm like, I only have three euro here. Take it. And mm-hmm. like, That's it. you can fucking do. <laughs> because this actually happened to me another time. And the guy made me pay 50 euro. My Jeez. sister bought tickets from, like, some convenience store. And I didn't bring my passport, and he needed a legal document with him. Jesus. He made me pay 50 euro, and I was so fucking furious. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, I, I was straight up like, fuck you. And he was like, fuck are you? Fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I've never been so beat red in my life. Jesus. I was like, you know, in a hoodie and a coat. It was hot, tension. Like, I was just like... Knife in pocket. My sister's like, yeah, so, like, you know, I saw you there, and I was like, should I just, like, get off the train and leave you to it? Yeah, Um, you see the story on CNN. Local, uh, whatever the fuck you're from. (laughs) Uh, New terrorist attack or some shit. (laughs) Yeah, so I finally get to the airport. I check in. I'm there three hours ahead. Right. Um, and then the, the thing's not even open until like another half hour, so I'm, I'm like, alright, well, at least I'm there ahead of time. Get my ticket, go board the plane, and we're sitting there. First it starts as like, you know, like, we're, you, you board a plane like, you know, <coughs> roughly 20 to, uh, 20 to 30 minutes before takeoff. Right. right. And I'm sitting there, I call up the, I call up a friend of mine in Milan, <coughs> the same one that I talked about earlier. Yeah. Talking to her. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep on talking until they tell me to turn my phone off. And we're talking, we're gone, whatever, this and that. And I'm like, well, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's like, I'm still hour, talking to half you. Half an hour delayed already. <laughs> I talked to her for two hours. Jesus. We were on the plane for two hours before takeoff. They were fixing the plane. And I already get, like, anxiety for, like, I, I don't trust elevators and I don't trust I don't trust anything, really. Did you see Did you see the video of the kid? Yeah, pissing. Pissing on me. <laughs> That was fucking amazing for anyone I, who hasn't I seen that. Just the instant karma. Yeah, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen that, there's a video going around of this stupid fucking Chinese kid who decides to piss on all the <laughs> on all the buttons in an elevator, and then like obviously it like short circuits, and he's just stuck there like a fucking dumbass. That's an amazing fucking video. I can't. I mean, I don't know. This is this is a uh, the videos that you see from a lot of these things are fucking amazing, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, instant karma, exactly like what you just said. But I mean, yeah, that's that's the beauty. Uh, I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like, those just dumbasses getting what they deserve. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And that kid must have been what, like eleven or something like that. Yeah, like, I think I mean, I, like obviously he was doing it just to fuck with people, like touching it. He has some range though, man. I don't know if you saw, like he was like real uh, high up there. I didn't do uh, the depth perception. <laughs> I try to go play by play, you know? I did some, like, fucking Chris Collinsworth type shit, you know? Trajectories, <laughs> pulling out the, you know, the... Uh, speaking of that, uh, you wa- as you call it, you watch the soups? Mm. Yeah, what'd you think? Okay, um... I don't think I actually watched this last one. No? I thought you did. And luckily I didn't. No, I slept. This is a pretty, <laughs> pretty good one. 
Well, I see, like, whenever it's the pats, I'm always for the pats. The last one was probably one of the most amazing of <laughs> This one, there was so many, uh... From a, from a Patriots standpoint, so many massive fuck-ups. The defensive was like, the defense was just fucking terrible. I think there was one sack which barely counted, and I think there was only two punts and stuff like that. But, like, the Eagles, first time, you know? And, uh, I fucking hate the Patriots because I mean, good for them. Like, I mean, that's that's one thing that, that the NFL has over um, the NBA is how some teams have won at least once, or like you know, it, it's spread out a lot more than in the NBA. Like, there's so many teams that have never won, and most likely will never fucking win. Like, yeah, well, the NBA has way like more teams Hornets. though. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, like the fucking what the Pelicans or whatever or is that what they call now? Like, yeah. But I mean, uh, they had a, I don't know if they had, well, yeah. there's certain teams that you think okay they have a chance. I mean I'm a Spurs fan. I never thought that we had a chance the first time. But I mean, you always, Manu you man, Argentinian bro. Man. Well, I'm talking like I was there. I was still in San Antonio for their first win, which was 98-99 season. Jesus. And Avery Johnson, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Um, Sean Elliott. Uh, I I don't know NBA like you. I don't remember the <laughs> roster here. <laughs> Give them all a shout out. Antonio Daniels. Yeah, so like all these guys, um, and it was it was great. Like especially your your home team that you've been a fan for like a couple of years before that. Like I, the first Spurs game I went to <clears> was '96. Yeah. And let's be honest, like everyone during the Michael Jordan era was a Bulls fan. Of like, course, of course. <laughs> let's not deny that one. Right. Except for like if you're from Utah or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so like '96 went and. It wasn't uh, wasn't a great year, but I'm like, all right, this team's cool. Like, I mean, we're from here. You gotta support it. Um, but yeah, so like when that happened, it was like we all hoped for it, but it, I don't think we ever thought it would actually happen. How old were you then? Ninety uh, eight. And you remember that, and you were so like rooting for that. Yeah, because I, I actually went to the finals game number two. Like, I was in the nosebleeds, like, past the curtain on, like, the far side. Behind, behind like, a fucking beam. <laughs> I was watching it off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like I went to the 2000 World Series Yankees, Subways, Subway Series World Series, and I basically sat uh, uh, under the mezzanine. So, like, you can't see pop flies. Which is like the worst thing ever. So you say it's like you can't fucking sit there. It's the worst. But New City feels really good. Mets went to the World Series a couple of years ago. I cried my eyes out because they lost. But you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Baseball. I mean, I've been to one baseball game. Baseball is fun to play, I guess. It's one of the most boring fucking things to watch, in my personal opinion. If you're a stats guy, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. I don't like, know. I mean, I guess you go to every baseball game hoping to see a home run because, like, that shit's lit when that happens. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I can see when there's, like, <laughs> pitchers duels and there's, like, nobody hitting. Or, like, hitting. you know, those far catches where it's, like, an instant out. Like, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but, but, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to finish <clears throat> off this whole trip thing so I can, like, not talk about it again. <laughs> about it. But, yeah. So, I, I'm there on the plane for two hours. Um... What the fuck? We, nobody knows anything. They're like, we're fixing the plane. And I'm like, all right, that's where the whole anxiety is. Right. Like, it's oh, like, what the fuck is broken? They're fixing the plane, so that means we're going to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just change planes. Like, yeah. <laughs> swap it. Like, what's the problem here? Um, but anyway, so we take off. Um, I fall asleep like an hour. I wake up, and my stomach is bloated as fuck. And this is a three-hour flight on thin air. Three, I, I, like, I don't know if there's, like, rules or regulations, but I've been on a two-hour flight to Korea, and they feed you, like, at least once. A little snack, yeah. This, you had to pay for everything. We have, uh, complimentary juice. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? No alcohol. And this was, like, at, no. <laughs> this is at 10.55. <laughs> By the time that we take off, it's lunchtime. We're all starving. And, you know, when I went to Bergamo, I went to, like, this pizza joint, ate a slice of pizza get up we start walking around we're like 15 minutes walk 
like we're pretty far and this this area where we are there's no cars or anything and cabs are expensive as fuck so it's not even an option right 15 minute walk and i just get the insta shit <laughs> and i'm like i got to go <laughs> now so we start fucking walking back to the, the house and i'm just like dying i'm like fucking it's like holding your piss but the other way around <laughs> like, this was one of the worst experiences <laughs> and then I finally go, like, explosive, whatever. And then the next day I wake up and, like, you know, my kidney, or, like, my, I thought it was my back. I thought I, like, fucked up my back. Um, mid-back area. I get on the train and I start, like, getting pain in, like, my, my lower, um, left side. Like, in my intestine area. Yeah. Like, I can't even, like, really breathe. It feels like my, my, uh, my ribs are, like, cutting into my organs or something. <laughs> So I get back to the house, I like, I tell my sister and this and that, and they're like, oh, just put like, uh, like I still thought it was my back. Um, so they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just, uh, tomorrow we'll go and we'll get you like some, some, uh, like a hot pack or something. Like I wanted to get like those pouches or whatever. Icy hots or? Yeah, yeah. something like that. And then they get me like the, the hot, what's, what's that called? Like you put the water in it and you just like hold it against your stomach. I don't know. A rubber, a rubber. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the fuck it's called. Anyway, get one of those. So I'm like sleeping with that or like just sitting all day with that and I start thinking like oh this is probably like an intestine issue. Like, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. I'm coming from China where I don't eat dairy or anything like that. So really? it's probably the cheese. Cause I don't I've even drink milk. Motherfucker we used to order Papa John's. Yeah well that but I mean <laughs> that's like bullshit cheese. It's dairy. Yeah I know. But I mean, <laughs> besides that. Cause like I mean they use real cheese that's probably like got all kinds of bacteria that our bodies don't even know that's true. how to deal with. So I feel like holding that shit for 15 minutes, <laughs> plus like all the cheese and bacteria, whatever. Um, so I look up and it looks like I have like some kind of like colon infection or some <laughs> shit. So then I get on the two hour plane, my whole stomach is bloated and literally my fucking appendix, so like what I feel, like your appendix is around like your Stand lower right down side. Here, yeah. yeah. So I start feeling that, like, just going off, and, like, to a point where it felt like under so much pressure, I'm like... I'm where were you sitting on the plane? plane. Uh, it was a pretty small plane, like, I think it was two rows, two rows. I always try to get aisles. I, I don't get windows anymore. Aisle. So I could just... Or maybe it was three. I think it was three and three. Yeah, three and three. So right. pretty small. Um... But I think I was sitting in the middle. <laughs> That's so <laughs> fucking worse. I was the monkey in the middle on both flights. <laughs> or all three flights. Jesus. Um, so anyway, that two-hour delay where, like, I feel like I'm going to just, you know, combust Shit on everything. The inside. Yeah. No, not even that. I just thought that my appendix was going to explode and I was going like, to die. Before the <laughs> um, not the mechanical failure of the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so we arrived two hours late. And it was, like, five... 40 when we got there and I think our plane started boarding at like 5.20 so I guess they shut off boarding so they're like okay well you missed your connecting flight here's your new ticket you're gonna fly to Hong Kong in six hours from now and that flight is nine hours versus the eight hours that it would have been so that's a extra seven hours right there plus um, you're gonna connect in Hong Kong stay there for another two hours and then take your three-hour flight to Beijing so I was supposed to arrive in Beijing at 7 a.m. on Sunday, or 8 a.m. Instead, I arrived... Okay, well, I was supposed to arrive at 8 p.m. So that's an extra 12 hours, 13 hours to my trip. That sounds miserable. <laughs> and this is after coming off the plane where I thought I was going to just explode. Like, it was a shit day. It started at 5.45 a.m. Roman time. And by then, it was... And with uh, your patience, it's like... No. <laughs> it was already like a 10-hour, 12-hour day. I I'm surprised there were no dead bodies on any any of these airplanes at all. <laughs> after, after all that shit. Like, and like it's at the end of your trip, I, I didn't have any more euros on me. I pulled out 50 euro before to buy like some gifts for my students. And, and then buying food on that three-hour flight that they should have provided at least something for free. Especially since it was delayed. Well, what about the other flights? You did definitely get some food on the other flights. Okay, right? the other flights, yeah. So then one, once, like six hours later, well, I had to buy food because I was like dying. Um, finally, get on the plane at like almost midnight, and then fly the nine hours. They feed us pretty quick. Um, that flight was a lot easier. Yeah. And 
once I get to Hong Kong, find my gate and everything, there was another hour and a half delay. <laughs> so, like, I ended up arriving in Beijing at like around 10 p.m. last night. Jesus Christ. And then I got home. Probably the fastest part of the trip was taking the cab from the airport to my house. It took like 15 minutes. Like the guy just flew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it turned into like a 27-hour trip, and that's not including the trains that I had to take. Fuck, that sounds fucking miserable. Like, what was fucked is like, okay, so like I said about about Milan, like being really commercial and like all the advertising and everything, and then sitting in an airport for that many hours with the same like products everywhere, like when I got off the, the plane and I like went to ask for help to where to find my cab, and I just saw like some advertisement. I just got like this weird flash of like, oh, this is like Milan. And it's just like, I think pretty much now after that 29 hours being exposed to commercialism, <laughs> I'm gonna always associate. But you're not, you're exposed to commercialism here. This is one of the most materialistic places I in know, the but world. Not to that extent, I don't go and sit in a mall for 27 hours. That's true. <laughs> you know, like the Chinese tourists go to these places not to go see like the Colosseum and stuff. They go there just to shop. Man, it was insane. Like in Milan, there's this one um, shopping area <laughs> right next. Uh, I think it was in uh, Mont's uh, Napoleon or something. Um, there's this huge mall and. On the doors, it says, uh, Happy Chinese New Year, we accept Union Pay. <laughs> As we walk in there, every shop was an Asian person. Mm -hmm. I'm saying Asian because I don't know where they're from. Eh, they're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, yeah, I was in Cambodia, and it was in Sianuville, which I fucking love. I've been there many times, and... Uh, the the Chinese people are destroying it. They're they're building casinos there. They're only employing Chinese people. They're gonna destroy that place, man. Now is the time to go before they fucking. Uh, it's it's really fucking terrible what these people are gonna do to these people out there. It's really really bad. But Cambodia was fucking sick, for sure. But uh, it's really 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 sad what they're gonna do with that. But yeah. So it is that one bell one road. Gotta love it, right? Love it, you know. That, uh, the, I mean, that's that's one thing that I. This is probably the longest trip that I've taken in a long time. Like, Fifteen days if you include the travel. Um, but it definitely like made me think like, oh, like, because like you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or this and that. Um, I think I like I spent a lot of money, but mostly on what. Like, food is pretty expensive. Right. Wine. Man, I was drinking, like, motherfucker. Like, wine is pretty cheap. Cheaper than water. I remember that in France. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, I'm not saying this is, like, the best wine, but, I mean, there would even be, like, little convenience stores that, like, brew their own shit. And I could get, like, a liter, like, 1.5 liters for, like, less than 3 euro. Right. Um... After a while, you start to, I mean, after you drink that whole thing in a day, you start to be like, yeah, this probably isn't the best one. It's, it's getting me. <laughs> well, convenience cool. store, three euros, I don't know. <laughs> I can't, it can't be that good. But It's got alcohol, that's, that's all I was looking for anyway. That's, that's true. All right, I am running out of time. I got to go to fucking band practice uh, for this, but uh, we should definitely do this again yeah, soon. Yep. Any, any last words? Um, don't shit your pants. Yeah. That's basically yeah, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's all we got for today. Tomorrow I got Doug Sharp, whose sister just won a gold medal at the uh, Olympics for freestyle, some freestyle skiing or some shit. So that'll be tomorrow's episode, and uh, I'll upload this sometime later. Peace out, motherfuckers. Alright, have a good night. Bye bye.